Think about a time you've come across someone who possesses something special. Imagine taking ordinary topics and viewing them through their lens. Welcome to Success Shorts, insights that challenge us to be extraordinary. Let's go. I'm Arul Chanel, and I'm joined today by Ricky Gates. Ricky is an ultra runner, but in his own words, he's a conceptual runner, which combines the practice of endurance running with the artistic mediums of photography and writing. Ricky's new book is called Cross Country, and it's a chronicle of his incredible journey, 3,700 miles from South Carolina to San Francisco. That's nuts. Ricky, it's a pleasure. Great to be with you. I have a feeling your success short is going to be super impactful, but before we get going, I want to have a chance to get to know you. So we're going to play two truths and a lie so that everyone could have a little bit of fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's hear them. Okay, let's go with, I grew up with an emu. I grew up with a hedgehog. And I grew up with a black lab. I could almost say that the first two are true and that the black lab would be a little bit too commonplace. We'll say that the black lab is a lie. You hit the nail on the head. Nice. It's always good to boost my confidence a little for the day. But obviously, that's not what you're here to talk about. What do you have for us today? I'm super psyched to chat with you today about how my dedication to adventure, combining that with a sense of competition as well, has brought me to where I am today that has allowed me to go on big adventures and to write and photograph about them. That sounds great. I think it's going to be fun and insightful to hear about your non-traditional path and your approach to things. So long story short. When did you begin to realize the importance adventure played in your life? And how did you follow that path early on? So I'd say that I got into the adventure early on. I owe it to my parents and my mom in particular for fostering this idea of adventure uh, from when we were super young. My mom always threw us into the car and at spring break or extended weekends and we'd go out to the desert and play out there for the weekend or for ha however many days it was. You don't really realize at that young age that you're on an adventure. You just know that you're having a good time. I think later on, and as I got older and, and more mature, it occurred to me that I naturally gravitated towards these types of adventure that my mom had fostered early on. I don't know. I think it was maybe in my late teens and early 20s, I dropped out of college for a couple of years, realizing that school and education is super important to me, but living my own life and telling my own story was much more important. I needed to take some time off to kind of figure out who I am, take advantage of being young and without any real attachments in life and take advantage of that and go start traveling and see the world. It's really special that you had the wherewithal to hit pause. I don't think that's very common. How did you use that opportunity to parlay it into something long-term that fed that adventurous and competitive side? For me personally, like creating a profession out of what I am doing right now isn't something that I intended to do 15, 10, or even five years ago. I just really wanted to do what I wanted to do, which is to keep seeing the world and trying to do it in a way that really appealed to me, which is to say writing about it and photographing my journeys. It's just kind of been a real gradual step in this direction. I guess the first time that I really felt that desire to create and turn this adventure into something that I knew that perhaps my peers weren't doing is 
when I was 22 or 23 years old, I signed up for a study abroad program in South America and Chile with 19 other students. And I just kind of knew uh, in the bottom of my heart that as wonderful as this study abroad program was going to be, I wanted my story to be a little bit different than the others. So I decided that I would ride a motorcycle down there from Colorado all the way to Chile in an effort to kind of make my story different than other people's story. I arrived in Santiago, Chile, uh, about two and a half months after I left from Colorado, already speaking Spanish and already having a, kind of a great study abroad program, even though it had hardly even started at that point. So that was one of the first little chapters of my life where I made an effort to try and do things a little bit different than my peers were doing it. Okay, so that was the first chapter. Can you continue to build off of that and tell us how that mindset inspired you with your most recent chapter and how it's differentiated this current phase of your running career? I kind of came to a part of my running career where I knew that I wasn't going to make an Olympic team. Chances are I probably wasn't going to begin beating Killian Jornet in races. I was still having a lot of success, but the reality is, is that I had just kind of come to terms with where I am in this sport and being more of a, a storyteller and an adventurer rather than a super strong course record setting leader in the sport. So I kind of came up with this idea to run across the country. The way I was going to do it was going to be probably quite different from how my peers might approach it, which is to say with support and quite possibly uh, for a record setting time. So that's what I did. I set out a route and a timeline and, and decided that I'd run across the country over five months time and try and see as, as much as I possibly could and check out parts of the country that were a total mystery to me and kind of a, a little bit of a mystery for a lot of my fellow Americans. And I would do it self-supported, kind of in a way to inspire others to potentially do the same trip. So it was just you, a push carriage in the road. That's really something. And I think there's plenty of people that have those kind of dreams of doing something cross country, be it running or riding their bike or hopping in an RV and seeing everywhere. I know I did, and I still plan on completing the cross country trip by bike that I planned on a couple of years back. So as if running across the US wasn't hard enough on its own, it sounds like you had at least the idea of writing a book about this adventure in mind. How did that intention either kind of complicate things or enhance your approach to the journey? Before I set off across the country, I did have the intention of putting a book together about my adventure, which was certainly helpful because while you're living out this adventure, you're also thinking about a product that you want to put out to a larger audience. So many of us think that we're just going to remember all of the details or something somebody says that's super impactful, that it's such a gem of, of a sentence that we're just going to remember it forever. But with the intention of wanting to put a book together, I actually paid a little bit closer attention to what was happening around me while I was running across the country. But then kind of immediately after any great conversation or a terrible night out in the rain or anything that might look good in a book or on paper, I just kind of paused for a moment, sat down and wrote down my thoughts about it. So that's kind of one of the bigger things that might allow for something like a book to happen is the simple intention of, of paying attention. And it seems as if it added an extra level of appreciation to the experience because you're noticing just a lot more. And I think that's the really amazing part of being deliberate 
is it just enhances things and it keeps you in the moment. Now, obviously, there's listeners that aren't going to run across the U.S., yet they're all capable of embracing adventure in their own lives. What's your advice to them? A lot of people define adventure in different ways. For me personally, I simply see it as stepping outside of your comfort zone. For me, an adventure is to pack a, a small bag and literally set off on foot from, from one coast of the United States and try and get to the other side of the country. But I hold no delusions. I think that adventure can take a lot of different forms for a lot of different people. So for some people, I genuinely believe that getting out for a five-mile run or a 10-mile run at the edge of their town can be just as big of an adventure. It simply involves doing something that forces you outside of your comfort zone and causes you to look at the world in a different manner. I couldn't agree more. There's something so important about leaving your comfort zone because life really does begin when you leave it. Think about the daily grind and the repetition we get into. There isn't a lot of presence involved with that. So when you make the conscious decision to try something that makes you uncomfortable, you're breaking the mold. And that's where the growth happens. And you learn something about yourself. Ricky's story is a wonderful example of continuing to step out and seeing what we're able to accomplish. And that's all we have for this episode of Success Shorts. Hopefully you found today's topic useful. And remember, have fun, stay curious, seek out some adventure, and keep it short. Mm -hmm.